All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Well, Cons is absolutely killing it today. It's on his A game. It's got some great tunes going today. There's something about certain musical songs that just get you fired up. Get you ready to roll. I love it a good one man doesn't matter whenever you hear that song i'm ready to rock how are you welcome back to the gregor show on sports 1440 presented by PlayAlberta.ca. where of course you know you can do a lot of things man and you can do even more things all the time heck you could get bet at award shows now if you like at uh, PlayAlberta.ca. of course uh, uh no one won the lotto max last night so it's now up to 60 mil but guess what tonight 26 million in the gold ball jackpot get your tickets for lotto 649 you don't want to go out just get them from the convenience of your own home your phone go to playalberta.ca get your tickets today so 26 mil for the gold ball jackpot and the classic jackpot of five million dollars let's get to the uh, spec report now brought to you by next gen transportation heavy haul transport provider 100 locally owned and operated and a uh, huge sponsors of uh devon McEwen, who we had in studio uh yesterday's now on the uh, uh men's uh bobsleigh team on a uh, team Taylor Austin for uh, the two man also does the four man and uh, next gen proud to support his dream to get to the Olympics next gen transportation.com Mark Spector joins us it was his dream to get to Detroit to get unscathed out of O'Hare spec how was the travel day uh, it was pretty smooth. There's no snow in Chicago. Okay. Just a bunch of rain. Oh, okay. Well, that's uh, it was good. Got in here. Uh, orders didn't practice. Had a nice sit-down interview with Leon Drysaddle this afternoon in the hotel lobby. So life's good on the road, pal. What did uh, 
Give me, give me the Coles notes. What did, what did you and Drysaddle well, talk? Did you talk about? Well, did he have possession or not? <laughs> uh, well, he says, yeah. See, this was, this is that was a very small part of the conversation. But while well, you bring it up, Jason, uh, the whole issue with possession is some guys in Toronto who are sixty years old are looking at it and trying to decide if he's got possession. Leon Drysaddle will tell you, anytime I got a puck inside a three foot circle around me, I possess it, right? Same with Connor McDavid and every NHL guy. Sure, the puck was six inches off the ice on the stick. He, he'll he tell you, of course I possess that puck. I knew exactly what I was going to do with it, and he did. Yeah, well, that's so the thing, right? Like th- That to me is when you talk about possession, he makes the play and then makes the pass. So, yeah, he did look like it was under possession. And the thing is, I don't, I couldn't say spec from all the angles if it was clear offside or not. If someone wants to say it was onside, I'm like, okay. If someone wants to say it was offside, I'm like, okay. But nothing was conclusive. And by the wording of, it's supposed to be conclusive. That's the part that's irritating to me. Yeah, I agree. It, it's goofy. I get the call. I mean, he did proceed. I thought he proceeded the puck in. Surely his skates were, you know, a foot in compared to where the puck was. Then he brought the puck in. I get it. But to me, if you got a certain, I mean, I'll tell you what, I agree with Connor McDavid. He said 15 minutes. It was really only about four or five. But if you have to spend four or five, you know, minutes yeah. looking at another angle and another angle and another, just to eliminate a goal off the scoreboard in an already dull game, two to one, uh, what are we doing here, right? What are we doing? And, and here's the thing, Speck. You can't expect the human eye to see that. So if you're going to do that, you should do that for every goal then. Because how many of the other ones that uh, don't get you? Well, we should do this for every goal. We should take time because we want every goal perfectly correct, right? Like that to me is where the problem lies. Like I just, I, I, it didn't hurt Edmonton, so I don't see it as whining. I see it as Connor McDavid saying, hey, wait a second. Let's look at the big picture. Is this what we want Long term. Yeah. And I don't think there's any fans. I don't care who you are of what team. Cause I'll tell you, all fans, oh, McDavid's whining until it happens to their team. They're like, well, this is stupid. See, that's the problem. Don't be an idiot who's like, it doesn't happen to my team. I don't care. Cause it might happen to your team. So say, do you well, like the rule? Do you like how they're doing it? If you don't, then you should say, okay, good. Someone's speaking up. Let's change it. Make it better and say, guess what? If you can't tell it's conclusive within a minute, and I would even argue 30 seconds spec. The teams only get like 15 seconds to even make their appeal and, and, and decide if they're going to challenge it or not. It's not like you get four minutes. Hey, just wait a sec. We're going over in super slow motion here on the bench before we want to decide if it's, if it's offside or not. Like that's the joke. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't want to get away from this dry saddle thing, but yeah. I do want to say to you that the other thing I'd add, a lot of people across the league and some of the people here at Edmonton have been complaining that, oh, that Connor McDavid, he never says anything. Oh, Connor McDavid, he never steps out in the limb. Well, Connor McDavid stood up last night as the face of the game. Couldn't wait, right? Couldn't wait for me to finish asking the question about what he thought about it and gave an excellent answer that challenged the National Hockey League and said what 98% of the fans feel to be true. Larry Brooks in New York had a tweet just a few minutes ago saying, we haven't had a top guy in the league speak out like that in years because Crosby never did it and Lemieux never did it and Gretzky barely did it. So I would like to say that as a guy that's been waiting a long time for Connor McDavid to really not just be the face of the game, but speak like it, 
I believe he's arrived there. Yeah, that's good. Well, I would say Lemieux did. Remember, Lemieux just ripped him. At the, when, when at it, the very end, he did. Well, at the very well, end, kind of in the yeah. It, well, in the nineties, when they were just you know he, he was getting mugged all the time, and, and yeah, Brett Hall had done it. But I agree. So, uh, so Drysaddle, what was the uh, what's the premise of the conversation? Well, I talked to him quite a bit about his contract. The the stepping off point being that now that William Nylander is done, and uh, you know, with respect to Elias Peterson, who's an RFA. This summer, uh, Leon Drysettle's the next big contract in Canada to get fussed over by all us hockey people. Well, him and, and Mar- I asked him. Him and Marner, what do you right? Think? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Mar- I suppose Marner, but whatever. Drysettle's a better player. Oh, yeah. Um, and he basically would, you know, I gave him every sort of chance to, to say that, you know, I'm going to stay in Edmonton or I want to be in Edmonton. And he didn't say that he didn't, but he didn't say that he did. Uh, he did not come out and say, you know, my heart and soul's here and I'm not leaving. What he said was, uh, I'm going to do what's best for me and McDavid's going to do what's best for him. And a variation on that theme, I urge you, when you get home from work, folks, in your car, read that piece on sportsnet.ca. It'll let you in a little bit on what uh, dry settles thinking. Yeah, I wouldn't expect him to, to tip his hand because if you say, yeah, I want to be there and then you don't, then the fans hate you. If he says, hey, you know what, I'm going to do what's best for me, the fans might not like the answer, but you can respect it uh, a little bit I agree. more. And, um, you know, so, so we'll see. I think obviously, like I've always said it, hey, you can go and chase the money, all right? Cause, and, and the difference is, you know, I don't think Edmonton's going to get grossly outbid. Right. So if, if, if money, I don't think money's ever going to be that massive of, of a difference. I could be wrong, but like if you really need to get the maximum deal you can, if you're like, you know what? I got to get 15 mil and they're only offering me 13 eight. Well, I'm going there, even though I'm not going to win and the team's not as good. I want my 15. Then that's your right. I would question it because does that one extra 1.2 million make any impact in your life? It probably doesn't at that point. Right. Um, because you've got so much. So, uh, it, it'll be curious to me to see uh, how they do. Um, obviously, you know what, Spec? Now is probably the best time to talk to him because they're rolling in sixteen and nine. He's like, God, I can't think of it being any better anywhere else, right? Like the Edmonton <laughs> Oilers last night, um, only the sixth time in franchise history where they won a game where they only had fifteen shots. The record low was thirteen twice, fourteen twice, and now fifteen twice. Stuart Skinner played very well. And so I look, people, some people were upset they won the, oh, they didn't play great. I'm like, yeah, well, what do you want? Do you want the Tampa game where they play great and lose and have a franchise record 57 shots? Or do you want them to win? Right? You're not going to, you're not going to have a Picasso. You're not going to play great every night. I don't think Edmonton played awful spec. It was just a sloppy game. Like it was a very, like, sloppy play game. Like the orders at times just couldn't pass the puck, which was very weird. Yeah. It, it was a, you know, Connor said after the game that, like, for me, the biggest thing about Chicago, and I think we talked about this, is they had like eight guys who probably thought they'd be in the minors right now and were only up because of injuries. And those guys play with a special, uh, you know, almost desperation and a special energy. Like, when you know, I'm only up here for a finite amount of time, and and for all I know, my name's, you know, I mean, who's the kid that, that was uh, played last night that was in Harvard? I was just talking to him. I forget his name. Whatever. If I'm that guy, it might be my last game in the NHL for a really long time, if not ever, right? If not ever. So that guy plays so hard. Well, they had about six or seven of those guys. So I, I want to give Chicago credit. They, they absolutely forechecked and hustled and played as hard as they could with desperation that you don't usually see at this time of year. Sure, they're not that good. But they gave Edmonton a hell of a test. And if you're sitting at home in Edmonton and you're saying, oh, boy, you know, I'm disappointed about how my team won its eighth in a row, 
I think you better give your head a shake here, pal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, eighth in a row, 16 out of uh, 19. Uh, now they go into Detroit, Spec. Um, uh, you were you're correct in that they went to Skinner, and Knobloch obviously made the right decision. Skinner played great. Probably Picker tomorrow. Do you think we see Sam Gagne tomorrow? Uh, I think it's got to be time to get him back in, don't you? Yeah. Um, I think coming off, you know, some coaches are really seriously hard and fast on not changing a winning lineup. I would say to you that that lineup that played last night could stand a little change. Uh, it wasn't a great game by everybody's admission. So yeah, I think it's, I think it's time to get Sam Gagne back into a game and I'll bet you it happens tomorrow. Who's coming out? I'm not sure. Maybe someone's dinged up. Maybe it's a guy like Ernie. Maybe it's a guy like Hamlin. I'm not sure who it'll be, but I think it's time to get Gagne in, don't you? Yeah, I would, I could see, um, you know, Gagne in, Yanmark moving to the left side and Ernie coming out. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, that's sure. That's fair. Yeah. You know, they, they, w- there's a few little elements. One thing is when Yanmark stays in, he's become a, a really valuable penalty killer. Their PK is awesome right now. Yeah. Like they got three pairs of guys. They're just running out those three pairs and man, they're good. And then when it's over, out comes Dry Settle and McDavid for the first shift. It's a pretty good system. And I don't see him making any, um, now that doesn't include Ernie. Yeah, that's so, why I said Ernie's the guy who yeah. I think comes out. But it out. does include, you know, it does include Yanmark. So yeah, uh, that's going to keep Yanmark in the lineup for sure. Yeah, like Yanmark goes to the left side. He's a natural lefty. That's yep. why I think it's an easy. Sure, why not? It's an easy Absolutely. move. But I will say this, Beck. At some point, like leading up to the deadline, like Connor Brown can only only hold on to his his penalty killing. That's what I add. Eventually, they're going to look for an upgrade here. The, you know, that, there's a guy who's got to figure it out here. You're coming. I know you well, said. Who's the upgrade going to be? Well, you know, buddy, there's lots of guys you can get in. Hell, Corey Perry would be a massive upgrade. Corey Perry's going to be that upgrade. Yeah. I think Corey Perry could very well end up in an Oilers jersey this year. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. So, um, and, and that was the question. Like, I know it came out today that Bettman said, okay, yeah, you know, they, they, they've talked, whatever, they've had their meetings, so they figured out what went on there. Um, you know, maybe he's guilty most of not being a good role model, father, husband, sure. But do, do you think it's like, is it anybody's business what truly went on in your eyes, do you think? Well, I guess you, I can't answer that unless I know what went on. Okay. You know? Um, right. There's certain, there's, I mean, well, it's nothing, I, I'm, nothing illegal from, from everyone right, I've talked to. Illegal, nothing illegal. So that's a good start. I think we are fair to assess that it had something to do with, with, uh, alcohol because Corey Perry made a statement yes. stating that he was going to try to get, uh, you know, do some work on himself, uh, in the, in that regard. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm not making a leap no. or a guess here. I no, think made it a bad decision. Yeah. Made a bad decision or decisions, I should say. Yeah. Okay. And, and after that, we really don't know, but uh, you know what? I'm going to say to you that, um, you know, these are things that, that Ken Holland's got to figure out. I, I know for sure we all covered, a, uh, Evander Kane coming to town and his history was checkered. And, uh, regardless of the fact that, you know, you might not love the way he's playing right now. Uh, Vander Kane's been, uh, frankly, nothing but positive since he came here. I'll stand up and tell you that I questioned whether that would happen when he came here. I loudly questioned whether it was a smart idea. And uh, forget about how he's playing. His character has uh, thus far in Edmonton been excellent. He's been a, he's been a straightforward stand-up guy. And uh, if, you know, if you think it worked well with Evander Kane, 
why wouldn't you take another swing with Corey Perry? No, well, and Perry doesn't have the, the, the lengthy checkered pass list at all. He does right? not. It's kind he of a, a one-time one. So I, I would think there'd be lots of teams interested. I wonder if Corey Perry gauges, well, do I want to be in a hockey hotbed? Do I want to be in a place where it's a little bit quieter maybe? Right? Who knows? I don't know. I don't have the answer to that, but I don't yeah. think, I don't think he's commanding a big salary. You know, he had the 2.5 of his 4 million already paid because he had a $2 million signing bonus, right? And then he got paid a quarter of the season. So, you know what? He gets the, the league minimum. He's getting pretty much close to what he was going to get anyway, right? So um, I don't I don't think it's going to be that expensive. I think there'll be teams that look and say, hey, do we want a bottom six guy who's got a lot of experience? Um, you know, maybe he would, uh, would be even, a, you know, have a better lease on life now to understand like, hey, you know what? Don't take this for granted. Don't be an idiot. So, you know, we'll see. It'll be uh, fascinating. Well, one, one quick last one for you, Speck. You're into Detroit now. And uh, the Red Wings have been a team that have been waiting, right? They're like, okay, we got to take a step. We got to take a step. They had a good start, then they uh, they went on a terrible run. Uh, they they've rebounded a little bit here as of late. Uh, you know, they've won three in a row. They're five and five in their last ten. Uh, what do you make of the Red Wings? And kind of where are they at? And and how much pressure do you think there's on Steve Eiserman? Well, those are a bunch of separate questions, and I I don't. I think Steve Eisman's still got a long runway in this town. Anytime he's he's working for the Illich family, and uh, there's deep, deep bonds there. So I don't think Steve Eisman's in any trouble. Has this rebuild taken a long time? Oh, my goodness. Don't they all, pal? <laughs> right? Let's talk Buffalo. Let's talk the Oilers. You know, they took a long time, too. Uh, I think everyone's ready for this thing to pop here, and it hasn't popped, man. There's still a... Pretty average team, you know. They they are still a team in search of goaltending. Now, Vili Husso's hurt again. Uh, there's still a team that, you know, they spent a high draft pick on uh, on Zadina. Didn't draft that well, right? That's a high draft pick that should have gone elsewhere. So, to me, it's the perils of the rebuild, Jason. You know, just because you're a really smart guy like Steve Eisenman, and he is a smart guy. And he had great experience under Breezeball in Tampa. And he had killer experience under Holland in Detroit. Now he's doing it himself. And you know what? I don't think his rebuild's going any faster than anybody else's goals, right? Yeah. Kind of sort of muddling along, isn't it? No, it's hard to do, man. Uh, I've said it it's all hard along. To do. I've studied them eight years, spec. For the vast, there's the odd, there's the odd one that uh, is a little bit quicker, but the vast majority are talking pain. Eight years in long cases longer. That's just that's just oh how it boy. goes. So it's not. That's uh, why teams like St. Louis are saying we're not rebuilding. No, right? I get it. Yes, yeah. Because man, it is pain for a long time, and even when you do it, it doesn't guarantee you success. That's the other thing. Well, it worked for this team. Yeah, okay, it works for one or two. There's lots of teams rebuilding. Doesn't work for all of them. Right, hey, pal. Columbus the Edmonton Oilers have yeah. the two highest scorers in the league over the last what seven years or something. Mm-hmm. How many cup rings has their rebuild produced so far, right? And it's a good team. Yeah. The Toronto Maple Leafs, they rebuilt. They got a really good team. They win one playoff round in like 15 years. So forget Buffalo, man. Forget Detroit. You know, the success stories still haven't won anything yet. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> well, it's hard to win, buddy. It's hard to win. Yes, sir. Spec, enjoy Detroit. We will uh, chat with you tomorrow. Yeah.
Enjoy Detroit. You don't even hear those two words in the same sentence. <laughs> See you, man. That's a good one. That's uh, Mark Spector in the uh, Spector Report brought by Next Gen Transportation. Uh, quick break. Uh, we will come back. And hey, if you know, if you're looking something to, uh, to perk you up, we have it next on the Gregor Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca coming to you live in the E-Well studio, E-W-E-L.ca. 5.30 as we return on the Wednesday edition of the Gregor Show on Sports 1440, Oilers Nation YouTube. Thanks, as always, for being with us. Uh, the texts keep flying in, 833-401-1440. we got lots of people in opinion on Corey Perry, and most of you, based on the text on are like, hey, you know what? None of our business. Uh, you know what? Uh, sports guys sometimes get held to a higher standard than political guys, and doesn't sound like it did anything uh, illegal or grossly wrong, made a bad decision. He's got to live with it. I don't really care. And that kind of sums up a lot of different uh, opinions for people. And I think that's fair, right? I think that's fair. I, I, I'll be honest. We haven't had one text that says they shouldn't sign him. Probably because it's a, it's a one-time thing, right? Now, Vander Kane had had differences in different places, right? And so people are like, well, you know what? And, you know, there were stories, uh, you know, off-ice stuff and Buffalo and everything. Well, the Corey Perry one seems like it was an isolated incident where uh, obviously he was involved in alcohol, made some bad decision. And, you know, embarrassed himself, embarrassed his family. His words, not mine. And I uh, was looking to basically go to rehab and uh, is now looking for another opportunity. And considering Edmonton has done that uh, many times before, it wouldn't shock me. And considering that the orders need a right winger uh, that's going to be cheap and doesn't have to cost you any assets. Like, that's a big advantage. Like, that's the part of the whichever team signs him, you give up nothing for a guy. Because if all he, and I say all, if all he does is score three or four goals, you had timely goals in the playoffs. <laughs> that's pretty good. Are, uh, really good. Uh, let's go in the community now. Brought to you by Action Electrical. Family run business for 50 years in the community, man. They care about the community. They give back. They donate and, and, and celebrate many unique uh, charitable events. And also... Uh, they are big on solar right now. They've, uh, uh, they keep evolving their business and they realize that solar is a big place. So if you need it commercially or residentially, there's lots of grants you can get from the federal government. They'll help you walk it through it. Check it out. Actionelectrical.net. And, uh, we're joined live in studio here in the Ewell studio by the board chair of the, uh, Edmonton Owners uh, Community Foundation, uh, Corey Smith. Joins us, Corey. Welcome to the show. How you doing? Hey, great. Thanks for having me, Jason. Hey, I appreciate you coming in. And, uh, a big announcement coming down from, uh, from, from your chair, from your group, uh, the, uh, the ALS Super Fund. And uh, not only the orders, but I didn't realize this here. Tell me during the break, all seven Canadian teams have gotten behind this because ALS is obviously anybody out there who has somebody who's it's it's an awful, awful disease. It really strips you at times of your dignity and obviously of your life a lot more prematurely than you would like. And, you know, Chris Snow with Calgary, of course, and uh, the Ottawa Senators uh, assistant coach, uh, Bob, uh, Bob Jones uh, has been diagnosed with ALS. So it's really kind of hit the, uh, the, the hockey community and, and now you're getting behind it. Yeah, it's, uh, man, you know, and you, you summed it up. Uh, that I can't imagine anything. I mean, there are lots of unfortunate things you can imagine about your health, but, but ALS, man, oh man, is it, is it a tough, is it a tough sentence? And, uh, and, uh, you know, there's an army of people, patient led, um, that, that raise money for ALS. Um, but what's happening with this super fund, uh, it's led out of a formal, le- uh, former leaf out of Toronto, uh, Mark Curtin. And he started this super fund, which is really, I almost liken it to sort of like a, a Navy SEAL team on top of the general fundraising efforts that's meant to kind of go above and beyond and raise focus money that can go where it's needed most in Canada the fastest. So to, to families that are affected by this, to get them where they need to be to be treatment or experimental drugs 
So it's really focused, and uh, he's kind of you know helped us all acknowledge how much ALS has touched the hockey community, as you've mentioned. And so uh, he's tapped into um, all seven of the Canadian teams to get behind this super fund effort, and uh, the Oilers are getting behind it with uh, dedicating that our you know our fifty fifty from um, you know, our multi day fifty fifty, which is our most popular one um, that's going on right now. I think it's sitting at about one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So all of those proceeds are going to go towards towards supporting this super fund. Yeah, so it goes from the uh, the seventh through until the the home games on the uh, on the sixteenth, which is I think the uh, the Maple Leaf game. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, that's fitting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. fitting against the Leafs. Uh, you know, it's always a little extra energy in the in the building. And this is something that you guys have really kind of had. The, you know, obviously the fifty fifty Albertans uh, they love our fifty fifties, and uh, they love you know there's such a charitable. I see it on my show all the time. We just, on a brand new station, we raise the most money ever in our month of giving. Like, Edmontonians really care uh, about giving back, and they're not afraid to do it. And, you know, this is like a fun way to do it, but uh, like, have you kind of had to, as, as the board chair, and you're just finishing up your first term, set to go into your second term, like, you guys have kind of had to really pivot here because all of a sudden you've had way more funds to divvy up. Yeah, and and we we we've had to get focused about you know where they can have the most impact, and and we've chosen kind of two areas of focus. Um, the first is is uh, is a campaign we kicked off this year called Every Kid Deserves a Shot, and it's really about using the power of hockey and the power of Oilers to help kids in oil country get that shot. And that doesn't just mean getting a stick in their hands; it could mean helping them overcome any sort of adversity that they're facing, um, mental health abuse, um, you, you know, kind of you know food issues. And so, Every Kid Deserves a Shot is kind of half of the the mandate and the other half is standing up for oil country and we've claimed red deer north is oil country red deer we've decided is part of oil country uh and uh so uh standing up for oil country is where initiatives like this fall in and it's really you know what's needed where does the community need these funds the most and in this particular case we we felt this als super fund story was compelling so do, do people present to the board or does it one of the board members comes and presents it? How does it work to, you know, to, to join these causes? Yeah. So the, the, there are, um, all of that information's on our website. Um, throughout the year, there are some open, open application periods that it kind of explain what the criteria is and those get opened up periodically. And then also our players, our players bring us initiatives. Like we're really trying to strengthen our relationship with the players in terms of, um, you know, what, what, what can we help, um, leverage their own philanthropic efforts? efforts into, you know, to try to get maximum dollar. And so, and then, yeah, our board members, we get calls all the time and we, uh, we hand them over to the office and and then we kind of run a bit of an intake process and uh, we'd like to do more. um, But we also don't want to kind of get so watered down that it doesn't have an impact by getting focused with these two kind of channels, we can have a bigger impact and hopefully kind of help people move the needle. Yeah, and that makes more sense. It, it's essentially rather than give, you know, $10,000 to 10 charities at a time, you, you look to say, hey, maybe we'd better off to give one to 100,000. It's going to make a bigger impact. And then we do another one and it might take a little bit longer to reach all 10, but you're reaching them at a bigger time where you can help more people at one time. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, I think you and I talked about uh, when we supported the um, hockey assist program, you know, we, we went from you know, with the uh, 50-50 assistance having 600 kids a year go through that program to 1,400, right? And so it's like, whoa, we can measure that. And 1,400 more kids kind of got off the streets, got active, you know, and, uh, you know, hopefully that helped out and we were able to measure it. Corey Smith joins us. He is the uh, board chair of the Edmonton Owners Community Foundation. Uh, they have teamed up with the all the other six 
Canadian teams for the ALS uh, Super Fund. They're raising money uh, for ALS uh, research and support for the families, not just always for research. A lot of times it's supporting the families so, so they can, you know, try, try to live as, as, as normal as possible and, you know, find the best ways to cope with it. And, you know, whether that's, you know, uh, mental health support for a lot of times. When you're a caregiver 100% of the time for a loved one and you watch them go through ALS, it, it can be very, very challenging. So it's not just always for research. You know, you, it, at least that's my understanding anyway. Yeah, no, no, you, 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 you summed it up well. And, uh, it, the, the, like the patients are the one leading the super fund. Like imagine getting, you know, diagnosed with this. So yeah. I'd probably be thinking, geez, what do I need to do to get my house in order? Like the people running this, you know, they're trying to figure out how to cure this so it doesn't affect the next person. Like that's yeah. how selfless they are. And, uh, I should mention, Jason, we're having some fun with this one. So when you do buy a 50-50 ticket, uh, if you spend $100 or more, you'll get 25 bucks to the Canadian brew house and $25 to Sorrentino's. And they haven't even capped us. So if this thing goes to a million bucks, that means Canadian Brewhouse and Sorrentino's are each stepping up. You know, Connor will have to help me with my math, but for two fifty each, um, like that, that, that's huge. So I love it when partners step up like that. And then also we've got this all-star bonus raffle ticket, which if you buy that, you get $15 towards a uh, level wear. And I think you could probably use that to purchase a hat for yourself. Yeah. Well, uh, Hey, trust me, buddy. I'm, uh, I'm counting down the days to get, <laughs> to get rid of this. Well, I don't even know what you'd call it. It's not even a rat's nest. It's just, it's, it's terrible uh, at this point. It's uh, so yeah, no, I, I can, I can respect that. And yeah, you know, the brew house is a good partner of our show. And so that doesn't surprise me that, uh, you know, they get back and, and and there's lots of there's lots of companies in Edmonton that are always looking to help out and at and in. So you know, yeah, you do 100 bucks, you're guaranteed to get 50 of it back anyway. So yeah. uh, you're helping uh, ALS. And I always equate ALS to one because there's like, well, you know what, I don't have it, and that's fine. But it's kind of like life insurance and car insurance. You, you only need it when something goes wrong, right? <laughs> yeah. You sit there and you wait. I change it's 20 years, and then all of a sudden someone hits you, and you're just like, oh well, I got insurance now, it's covered. And you know, man, I got a bad back, and now I can get it fixed properly. So th- this is one of those ones. Um, now, lots of times you'll do different, like there's different draws leading up to it, correct? Like yeah. there's different prize points and what you can win. Anything anything unique that, that comes with this one outside of the main jackpot? Yeah, the main jackpot is certainly, you know, is, is uh, draws the big numbers. But right now, and I, I looked earlier, I think it was, you know, uh, at around thirty or 40000 there's the all-star bonus raffle ticket. And uh, there's a jersey involved in that. And that's where the $15 uh, level where uh, gift certificate comes as well. So. You know, you know, probably when you're online buying your 50-50 tickets, you probably want to tack that one on as well. And uh, this ends at midnight after the Leafs game, right on the uh, on the sixteenth. Yeah, um, just the, the, our standard kind of ending time after the game. And then, do, do you have uh, any others? You can. Do you guys have a kind of laid out? Do you know what's coming next, or does this kind of um, you go? This one's done because I know sometimes there's a wonder game off. You don't do three or four games all the time. Those ones you, you do for select events. But is it all mapped out all season long, or or is it one where kind of you come as you go? Because maybe all of a sudden a player or somebody in the community something happens, and you know, obviously we know the Ben Stelter one, which was near and dear to lots of Oiler fans and, you know, different things like that. How, how does it kind of work? Is it mapped out throughout the whole year? So, some of them become hard, certainly when something significant to oil country happens, like the passing of Joey Moss or or we lose Muckler or Semenko, you, you know, um, people really get behind that and those tend to get hard, you know, those special initiatives tend to get hardwired throughout the year. But we also leave lots of room to respond to when oil country needs help, right? And we see things come up from time to time, whether... You know, whether that's, um, you know, a fire or a flood in Fort McMurray, you know, the, uh, we, we do kind of keep some games reserved to be able to react to the, to the times in need. And so, you know, this is one of those ones. 
Well, I love it. I think it's fantastic. Um, you know, ALS is a, is a terrible disease and, and, you know, the hockey community, I thought Chris Snow and his wife Kelsey really brought it to the forefront. I think it opened a lot of people's eyes, yeah. uh, you know, with their struggle and, and Chris, you know, really kind of in, in Canada became a pretty big face of ALS and, and it, it, people, cause sometimes you hear about disease, but when you have to see it, it really changes and you, and you see it and, and, you know, he persevered as long as he could and, and you know, you saw his, his young children and his wife's a fantastic writer and, and she was, she was very open and raw about the feelings of, of seeing your, a loved one deteriorate like that because, you know, and, and he lasted longer than most, which is a great sign, but that's not always the norm either. So, um, you know, there's, there's lots more research and help that needs to be done. So, uh, Oiler fans are in a good mood, I would think, right now. Yeah. Uh, you can buy tickets online. Of course, you don't have to go to the games to, to get involved in this. Nope. Right? Just go to, uh, 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 what is it now? It's uh, NHL.com slash Oilers. I think it's official. I know if you type in EdmontonOilers.com, you go there too. But um, the NHL changed it here recently. My personal thing, it annoys me. Each team should have their own. But nonetheless, um, that's uh, it's a great way to get the tickets. It's easy. And uh, it can help people out. And, uh, you know, the Oilers, uh, the way they're winning right now, people are a lot more willing to want to buy, I would think. Absolutely. You can see that, you know, when the teams, you know, people, uh, when the te- when the team's on a roll, people sort of are, show a little bit more interest and perhaps are a little bit more enthusiastic. But having said that, they always step up. Edmontonians always step up. And I geez, I have to thank them. And, and when I bump into people, Jason, they don't say, geez, I bought a ticket. I hope I'm going to win. They say, hey, I bought a ticket because I think it's so great with what you guys are doing with Ben yeah. Stelter's family or what you're doing with ALS. And I do hear that all the time. And uh, so I think people are more than just having fun. I think people really do care. Oh, 100 percent. It's, it's- yeah way to say, ah, you know what, if I win, that's a real added bonus. Like, yeah, obviously, everybody would like to win, don't get me wrong, but most of them aren't buying it to win because you're going to be you're gonna be disappointed uh, more <laughs> yeah. often. I do have one uh, personal question for you, Corey. Uh, you know, what kind of made you get involved and, and, and want to be on, on the board and, and then be the chair? Yeah, you know, I... Um uh, I knew a few people, you know, it was right before we, we moved into the new building and, uh, I knew a few people that were involved and kind of watched how hard they work and, and, and watched how, how proud they were, you know, to be affiliated, not just with the foundation, but of course the team. And, uh, I had a chance to meet with Kevin Lowe and, and Kevin was on the board from the start and just recently retired. And he kind of explained, you know, he kind of explained to me what they were looking for and, and, uh, someone that could connect the foundation to the community and, and, you know, bring awareness to what we were trying to do and bring awareness of the fundraising and that really resonated with me and I just thought boy you know being close to the team a sport that I love something that Edmontonians love and be able to give back this just kind of ticks all the bosses and all the boxes and uh, I was fortunate that you know uh, Kevin accepted my application to volunteer for the foundation and I'm still here kind of riding out the chair term and pretty proud of it well that's awesome well great yeah. work uh, you know what to help out a lot of people with the uh, Edmonton Owners uh, Community Foundation and right now you can get your tickets for the uh, ALS Super Fund as the orders and all the other six Canadian teams are taking part in this to help raise funds to combat just an awful, awful disease. Corey, uh, thanks so much for this. And also, uh, uh, big uh, big congrats. I know uh, you're a big part of the uh, the Kevin Carius show, uh, trying to uh, lift it to new heights. So oh, that's thank great. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> excited to be involved in uh, in that show big time. Yeah, well, that's awesome. Uh, quick break. We'll come back, wrap things up in the Jason Greger Show on Sports 1440 Live and Orders Nation YouTube. Jason Greger, Connor Halley with you. Hey, good news for all of you uh, ski bunnies, ski bums, whatever. The snow is here. I know the cold weather, but whatever. We needed some snow. We're getting snow all around. And here is the Snow Valley Ski Report. This 
is the Sports 1440 Ski Report. Your ski report for Wednesday, January 10th, brought to you by Snow Valley Ski Club. Start your skiing journey at snowvalley.ca. Skiing and snowboarding conditions are dominated by the weather as much as the snow right now as a deep freeze taking over Alberta and BC. But there's finally been some long-awaited snow in the last few days, which will improve conditions to some of the best we've seen so far this season. At Marmot Basin in Jasper, they've had three centimeters overnight and 20 in the last six days. Still not quite enough to get the new knob or Eagle East areas open. Jasper's forecasted high today is minus 25 in the Alpine and minus 18 in the Valley. 17 centimeters overnight at Sunshine Village in Banff, 9 at Lake Louise, and 8 at Norquay. Temperatures expected to be minus 10 at Louise today and minus 15 for Sunshine and Norquay. Nikiska, 5 centimeters in the last day, expecting a high of minus 15. Castle Mountain finally getting some big snow with 17 centimeters overnight on top of 10 accumulating yesterday. More expected on the way, high of minus 16 today. Over the border, Kicking Horse, 5 centimeters fresh overnight and 14 in the last two days, when expected high of minus 7. Fernie has had 14 centimeters in the last day 40 in the past two days with a high of minus one today but colder temps moving into tomorrow revelstoke has had 13 centimeters in the last day and 39 over the past 48 hours temperatures reaching zero degrees today and locally hills are operating but it may be the last chance to get out for a few days as snow valley sunridge and rabbit hill are expected to close thursday and friday when the real deep freeze sets in edmonton ski club likely to follow suit but contact the hill for the most up-to-date information same goes for all the ski areas over the next few days as the cold weather can force the closure of certain lifts or the entire operation on short notice. Call before leaving home to avoid disappointment. That is your Snow Valley Ski Report. Well, there you have it. It's nice uh, getting more. Hey, we need more snow. Obviously, this little cold snap, uh, even the most diehard skiers probably like, eh, minus 30. I think I'm out. I know my uh, son's school had a ski day booked uh, tomorrow, but I uh, had to cancel it. Just uh, it's too cold. Right, uh, for the young kids on the hill, not, uh, uh not ideal at all. So, uh, so there you have it. The, uh, Edmonton owners, uh, we got a lot of texts. Hey guys, what are your ch- chances the orders sign Corey Perry? What would be, uh, what would stop them from doing it? Well, A, maybe he doesn't want to sign in Edmonton. That would be number one. Um, I, I guess it would be, who knows? Maybe he's going to ask for too high of a cap hit. Like, I, I'd be surprised, right? Chicago game that number, uh, that no one else is going to do. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com work. Shopify.com work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Right? He got the one year at four mil. So he probably made way, well, he made way more this year than he has in, in, in the last few years. So when, when you look at what he signed for in previous years, I, I don't see the contract itself, the AAV being an issue. I just don't see how it would be. So now maybe the organization feels like, well, he can't help us. Uh, Corey Perry in the, in the 16 games he played for Chicago, he had nine points. Right? Like he has more points than most, all the guys currently in the orders bottom six and only played 16 games. So now where would he fit in is the question. I don't think Corey Perry at five on five is a second line player anymore. Could he be a third line guy? Like, could he be on your third line with uh, Fogel and McLeod? I think there's a chance. Right? He definitely can play in your fourth line. I don't have any. I don't have any doubt in my mind that he can do that. Right. And right now, Corey Perry's an upgrade on Connor Brown. It's not even. I don't even think it's a discussion. Like I don't care that Connor Brown is playing on the penalty kill and doing well. It's that's a small portion of his overall minutes. Right. Like is is Connor Brown? He doesn't have the pedigree. He doesn't have the hands. He doesn't have the consistency of a Corey Perry. It's night and day. Doesn't have the size. Doesn't have the tenacity. And the other thing is, like, Corey Perry is an irritant on the ice. And I'm a big believer. Like, look at the guys Vegas had. They had guys that irritated you. William Carrier. Right? They had a few others that they're hard to play against. And it gets teams off their game. Corey Perry's done that for years. Right? He's, He's somewhat of a rat. Well, they call him the worm. Right? So, unless the organization... When they talk to him, finds out, yeah, you know what? We're not comfortable with what happened. And I can only say on what I've heard, and I don't know 100% the story, but from what I've heard from multiple sources, um, again, nothing illegal, nothing that you would would look upon and say, okay, you know what? You screwed up. Pretty dumb. You've, uh, you've stepped away. You try to get help. We'll give you a second chance. I, I think most people would would view it this way that's my guess i could be wrong but that would be my guess so i think there'll be teams interested now the other thing here is the timing of it i would if, if i hey perry you're gonna come sign with us okay great i got before i sign you because then you're gonna sit on the roster and the orders don't have any cap space do you have an extra body around it'd be like okay if you're gonna come here well you agree to come here but maybe you skate for two weeks with us before you sign your contract and that's allowed right Remember Chris Kelly, the whole year of the Olympics when the NHL players didn't go? He skated with Edmonton for like three months. So you can do it if he wants to. That, that to me, would be the the one factor. Now, maybe that's a benefit that other team. hey, we can sign you right now, and then you spend the two weeks getting in shape. Where Edmonton, I guess in theory they could do it, but I'm not sure they'd want to. So there you go. Oilers Detroit tomorrow night. The Red Wings winners of three in a row. A little bit tougher test, I would think. The Oilers got to play better than they did last night. We'll see if they can tie the franchise record for nine wins in a row. Let's get to the con man of Sports 1440 update brought to you by Booster Juice. Uh, 
Stop in any booster juice and download the brand new rewards app where you can get uh, savings on all their smoothies, all their food. It is glorious. I highly recommend the strawberry banana at Booster Juice. Good night.